Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. You're listening to Front Porch Radio, 1017 WKOM, Columbia. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, brought to you by Community Partners, Caledonian Financial. Thank you for your support. Man, we're going to have a great show today. It is the season of back to school here in Murray County. August 1st was our first day back to school. It was a full day. It went off without a hitch. I mean, your normal little hiccups here and there with some buses and stuff like that. But for the most part, what a great first day back. And to to honor and celebrate this great return to school this year, I have with me some very special guests in the audience. I have with me Sheriff Bucky Rowland. Welcome, Sheriff. Well, thank you for having me, Jack. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, I'm so glad to have you, finally have you on the show. Um, I try to get all the municipalities, the, the, the fire chief, the police chief, the sheriff, everybody on the show to be able to tell their story and tell a little bit about what they do because you all play an integral part at Murray County Public Schools. Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I hate that it's taken me so long to get here, but, you know, the sheriff's department, we do a lot more work than all those other chiefs that you <laughs> refer to. So. No, I, okay, do you hear that, guys? That's a challenge right there. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, and it probably would have been better if I asked you a little bit a year ago to too, and then and said, hey, Sheriff, you want to come on? I probably just uh, delayed in asking also. But, man, so happy to have you on the show today. Also in the studio today, I have Mr. Jonathan Berry, no stranger to the show, the Safe Schools Coordinator for Murray County Public Schools. Welcome, Jonathan. Welcome, Jack. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate our partnership at the school system with uh, the Sheriff's Department. Uh, that share, that, the partnership's been going on for over 20 years now. Get stronger every year, and when we we rely on those guys a lot, and when we enjoy having them in our school system, and I'm sure the the folks, the, the parents enjoy the safety they provide for our students. Oh man, they are amazing. I mean, amazing with a capital A. We're going to talk a little bit more about that partnership and let our listening audience understand what's going on there. But we have another special guest in our audience to, in our studio today, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, who is the supervisor of the SROs. And if you like acronyms. SROs. Kyle, will you tell us about that? And welcome to the show. That acronym stands for School Resource Officer. And thank you, Jack, for having us this morning. Uh, it's great to work with the school system and keeping all our kids safe. It's a full-time job for, for everybody involved. You know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about some of the training that I was um, fortunate to be a part of, not actually being trained, but to be able to um, document some of the training that took place at one of our schools last year made me a little bit more aware about the severity of what you guys do every day. Oh, yes. It's, I mean, I don't wear a badge. I don't wear a gun. I don't wear a vest. And I'm thinking about that day, and I'm going back to that, and I'm going, holy cow, this is real. So, folks, let's, let's, let's first get right down here and talk to Sheriff Bucky Rowland. Sheriff, you said you might have to leave soon, so I might not make it through the entire show. So I'm going to ask you to do two things. I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. About you know your um, your experience here in Murray County, how long you've been sheriff? I believe you're up for election, but running unopposed, and all that good stuff. You know, are, are you married and you have twelve kids or, or something <laughs> like that? I mean, I know you love children just as much as everybody else here that works for a school district. So, go ahead and, and then I'm going to ask you before you leave today, because you might miss the end of the show, to give us a shout out. 
So you can think about that as you're sitting here telling us a little bit about yourself before we go to the first break, okay? All right. Well, um, you know, I'm a product, uh, and, and I would ask our uh, viewers uh, and listeners not to hold this against our public schools, but I'm a product of uh, Santa Fe uh, Unit School. I went there K through 12. I, I did do a little stint down in Hampshire for about six weeks. And, uh, Santa Fe Unit School. Our unit schools, Bucky, are amazing. They are like this big family of kids and, and and administrators, and you did K through twelve in a unit school. I did, and and that's one of the things. I mean, it is. It's kind of like a hidden gem. You know, a lot of people that they don't understand the concept of a unit school. Uh, you know, they talk about what some of the larger schools may be able to offer that the the smaller schools cannot. But what you gain in a sense of community. You know, that that uh, it's like a family. Uh, the, the people that, uh, that that grow up in those settings. I mean, they come back to it and they want to invest in their community and they love their community and and I think that could be a, a tribute to our unit schools uh, in that family atmosphere. So, And, of course, my daughters, uh, well, my wife as well. Let me back up. Uh, Carrie, uh, she's a, a product uh, of Santa Fe Unit School, much better student than I was. <laughs> and uh, and then we have two beautiful daughters that uh, they, they went to uh, Santa Fe and, and, uh, and Hampshire as well, and uh, they have both been phenomenal uh, student athletes and all. And of course, both of them are going off to UNA this fall. But uh, – uh, you know, our school system, we're above blessed uh, with the partnership that we have. Uh, but um, and that was uh, early in my career. You know, I've been in law enforcement. I work working on my 19th year now. And, uh, you know, I started in corrections, uh, uh, did about a year uh, working in the jail and then uh, was promoted to deputy. And right out of the gate, uh, I asked to go to one of the, what at the time was one of our tougher schools, which was uh, it was College Hill, the alternative school. And uh, because I had a heart, I wanted to help kids that, you know, maybe uh, don't have a a great setting at home or whatever it may be, because I know with my family and my situation, uh, I don't want to get into all that testimony. That's that's quite a story. But uh, I I had a heart to want to help these uh, these kids that uh, their home life was a little less than perfect, which all of our home lives are, are that way. But anyway, I went over there and, and worked in the SRO unit and, and tried to give back. And uh, I feel like uh, kind of changed that uh, that uh, uh, stigmatism, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. of what how people thought about the students that were coming, that were assigned to the alternative school. And uh, we really turned that thing around. And, and we've had some phenomenal SROs over there uh, ever since. And it's just about building uh, relationships with with these students and all and it, it's uh it's actually one of the best kept secrets in our in the system i know that students don't really ask to be there you know right. they, they've made a mistake in our in their their uh everyday setting and uh they're assigned over there they're they're going back to their regular school but uh some of the kids just do better as well in that smaller yeah. setting but but anyway, that's how I got uh, kind of my foot in the door uh, in law enforcement. And uh, after that, of course, went into uh, working in the narcotics unit and uh, handling the K-9. And, and uh, Lieutenant Cheek and I, we actually, we were partners for five and a half years. So you had the K-9 uh, units together, you and Cheek? Yes, sir. Yes, All sir. right. Went sounds in. like a lot of fun. I really like the K-9 unit you have. In, what's the dog's name in Spring Hill? Maisie. 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 What yeah. an amazing, amazing dog that is. And so friendly, but yet so work ethic too Mm -hmm. i mean when you turn her on to work okay she's working (laughs) but then when she wants to be you know loved on cuddled and she's so nice a lot of the canine unit dogs are very you know they they tend not to be as friendly as Maisie, Mm -hmm. 
And she's just an amazing uh, canine that you have there at the school. Well, you know, we, we have our nar- narcotics dogs, and I have to give a big thank you and shout-out to our school system. I mean, with Maisie, they actually purchased her for us. I and, remember that, uh, Of yeah. course, uh, you, you know, we, we put uh, Deputy Orlo. She's doing a phenomenal job handling Maisie. And they're building relationships. They're, they're keeping uh, uh, illegal narcotics out of our school mm-hmm. and uh, keeping our kids honest. So uh, they, they've done a great job. Uh, but anyway, as I fa- kind of fast forward through my career, you know, mm-hmm. in 14, I, I ran for sheriff after uh, being a deputy for 10 years. And I've been sheriff for now two terms, eight years, and uh, was up for re-election. You knocked off the man with the hat. Well, <laughs> Enoch George, wasn't it? Well, he, he actually retired. Okay, and, 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 you didn't uh, knock him off. You just so you took his place then. You, absolutely. Well, it was five He was the sheriff when I came here. And I remember yes. my kids were at Riverside Elementary School, and something got called in. And I was there, mm-hmm. I was working night shift, and I was there doing, like, reading, helping out with reading as a parent. Mm-hmm. And they called in something, they locked down the school, and this man with the big hat came, and, and it was Enoch George. And I was like, uh-oh, the sheriff's here. <laughs> and he was a really nice guy. Well, and, and there again, you have to give credit where credit's due. Sheriff George and the commission back in the day and the school board, they got it right back in, what was it, 98? 1998, yes, sir. Uh, you know, it, I mean, Murray County was here, the SRO, uh, that, that was just kind of a concept that hadn't really taken off all throughout the nation. Were we one of the first districts to implement it school-wide? In every school. I mean, that's why I I say they got it right in 1998. It was unheard of to put SROs in in a middle school and especially an elementary school, and that's the most vital roles that we have. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, first day out of the— out of the gate yesterday i mean we had a had a little bit of an issue it was a domestic issue that that would have uh i guess it was an elementary school it was that was involved with Mm -hmm. sro was there was able to take control never you'll never hear anything if i hadn't have mentioned it right right. but uh and and building those relationships because so many of these kids they just don't have a a good home life uh and that could be their happy place and and that's the kind of people men and women that we try to recruit to put into the sro unit as a deputy to build a positive relationship with these who's that baker uh uh, Ray, Ray McCluggage. Ray McCluggage. Ray McCluggage. Uh-huh. My granddaughter goes to Baker, and she talks about her SRO, and she calls him Mickey or something. I don't know. <laughs> but she just loves this man, okay? She sees him every day. You know, he gives hugs. He says hi. He, he takes care of the kids. He walks kids when needed and stuff. He goes above and beyond from what I have hear from my granddaughter, and she likes him as much as she likes her teachers, it seems like, even though she spends more time with her teacher. But she sees him every morning because right. he's out there on the car line helping to unload people and everything. So what you said earlier when you said they, they establish and they build relationships, that's huge to have a law enforcement in the school building relationships with students. And the fact that we were the first in the, the state of Tennessee to implement all schools, that's huge. Well, we wasn't actually the first, but we were one of the first. Okay. Rutherford County, actually, uh, we kind of modeled our program after Rutherford County. They were okay. one of the, the first that did it. But, a lot, I mean, we still have a lot of schools in our state that doesn't have SROs in every school. Okay. Gotcha. To give you some comparison, Williamson County didn't have SROs in every building until 2013, which was right after Sandy Hook. Okay. Uh, you know, they get a lot of uh, – I worked there for years. They get a lot of credit in the, in the media. But no, they, Murray County had the SROs in every school way before that ever happened. It is such a great program. And, and these officers are amazing, not just building relationships, but protecting everybody at that school. And I know by working a little bit with them, with Jonathan and Mr. Cheek, 
they take the job very seriously too. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy. Go ahead, Jack. Well, I'll tell you this, Jack, and this is a fun fact for you guys that may not know that, but the top admin at the sheriff's department and myself included at the school system were all SROs together at one time. As a matter of fact, these guys used to bring their dogs to Cox Middle School and let them run around in Cox Middle School and do some drug training. So everyone at the sheriff's department and the school system has the students' best interest at heart. And we, we're very experienced. Uh, we, we're, we're lucky and blessed that we have what we have now. Oh. As Jonathan just mentioned, I mean, I have two captains, uh, my chief deputy, uh, Lieutenant Cheek, um, myself. I mean, we were all SROs. I mean, that, so that program, uh, it means something to us. And, and uh, it's actually some of our younger guys have even mentioned, hey, if I want to be promoted, I need to go to the SRO. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly true, but it, it's just – It doesn't kind of hurt. Like, it, it, it doesn't. I mean, it uh, – it makes you more well-rounded and uh, to get the spirit of what we're trying to do. I mean, there's definitely the safety side, and, and that's uh, something that, that's utmost importance to us. But, uh, you know, the community side and building those relationships, because if we can do that, we're going to deter a lot of uh, bad situations, a lot of crime and all, just from building a positive relationship. But I can uh, assure our listeners that uh, that our folks uh, they take it very seriously, and we do a lot of uh, a lot of different style of training and all to to prepare ourselves uh, for you know heaven forbid anything like Uvalde or anything like that. Um, you know, it's been a very clear message that uh, what you know our expectation is. You know, we're going to press the fight, and you have to train that warrior mindset as well. You know, part of it is in your DNA, and part of it's uh, muscle memory and training. And uh, you know, some are. Uh, a little bit better uh, uh, equipped than others, but they're all, I have nothing but the uh, utmost respect and confidence in each one of the men and women that put on that uniform and show up at your kid's school. I love that. I really, really do. It's amazing what you see and and that we have this in our schools. Um, And you mentioned, um, you know, what's national news is things that happen like Uvalde and and many others over the years. Um, And we do here in Murray County, everything we can to make sure our schools are safe, right? We, You guys actually had a principal retreat just um, this summer, sat down and talked with everybody and told us about some of the things we must do to be able to keep everyone safe. And one of the, one of the simplest, easiest things to do, and I like to bring this up, is keep the doors locked, mm-hmm. okay? If a door is locked, that's going to deter somebody. If they can't get in, they got to find a way in or they got to hit a buzzer to get in. And if they have to hit a buzzer again, and if they're standing there with a rifle, they're not likely going to get pushed that buzzer, buzzer to let somebody in. But it's such an easy thing to do, and it's a great way to keep people safe, right, guys? So much so. And, and the county, is, uh, our school system has put so much money into the safety of the schools. And the whole thing about it, we have to use the safety that we have. And I understand some of the parents, they kind of get a little agitated when you have to push the button and show your ID. But the whole thing is for the safety of the kids inside and the, yeah. and the teachers inside. So it might be a little bit of inconvenience, but that's a small price to pay for the safety of all the uh, everyone that's inside the building. Oh, I can't. I couldn't agree more. You know, we put a message out. Once again, it goes back to, to 98, you know, having a, an SRO in each one of the schools. And, and, you know, you start planting seeds and, you know, that's, you would be amazed at our students, how they have received this message as far as you see something, you say something. I mean, our kids, 
if somebody has a, has a pocket knife or has whatever it may be, or makes a threat or is drawing a picture, they're going to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. That, that's the same message with this, with keeping our doors closed. I can assure you, when we go back to school and you start really hammering that message away, these kids, when they start seeing a door unlocked, they're they're going to. Preferably start closing, but I guarantee you they'll start telling somebody. Right now, if they're like Absolutely. my kids, they're going to leave the door open behind them, but uh, they're going to tell that Jonathan did it. You know? So. Yeah, of course. So. <laughs> I thought of something too. I'm going to talk about what what Kyle said just there. I was in a FBI leadership class or somewhere I can't remember it was, but the the, the the phrase is, "If you want to be safe and secure, it won't be convenient. Safety does not come with convenience, mm-hmm. and so the more safe we are, the less convenient it's going to be for someone. However, we're safe." So, I mean, there's there's no, there's no happy medium. We're not trying to run a jail. No. You know, we'll leave that up to Bucky. But we ha- if you want our school secure, you're going to have to be inconvenienced for a little bit. Right. Safety is a number one overriding priority in life. I mean, you want to go to school and come home in the same fashion every day. You know, we talk about school buses, right? And how much time we got left, Coach? About three minutes. About three minutes. So let's talk a little bit before we go to break about – all these big yellow school buses, I'm not talking about the radio show, but the big yellow school buses are on the road again. Right. They are out in force. How many buses do we have, Jonathan? Like 100 and... Don't quote me on this. It's, I think it's well over 100. I think it's Yeah, well over 100 school buses on the roads in Murray County delivering extremely precious cargo children. Okay. Don't break the laws. Don't be in a hurry. Again, sometimes you have to be inconvenienced to be safe. That means when that bus puts those flashers on and that stop sign comes up, stop. True that. When we when they're loading and unloading, that stop sign comes out, whether that's even on school property. If they're unloading and loading on, on school property and that sign comes out, people must stop. So uh, I noticed some of our car rider lines are not set up for multiple entrances in the building. Uh, for instance, I've been helping a little bit at Baker this week. Well, Baker has one uh, l- lane in front of the school. So that's for car riders and buses. And buses, yeah. So when you're behind a bus and they have their, their uh, stop sign out, you have to stop for that bus because it's only safety if the kids can get on and off the bus without the – heaven forbid a car was to hit a bus when kids are trying to unload. Mm-hmm. So please uh, – Stay for that stop sign. Bucky? Uh, another, I mean, one that a lot of people, they miss. Uh, you know, of course, people don't allow themselves enough time to get to work or wherever they need to be, and, you know, they're trucking right along. But when we have multi-lane highways, you have Highway 7 that we have uh, students being picked up. You have 43 different places like that mm-hmm. where there's four lanes and maybe possibly a median. The only time it, it's every lane is going to shut down. When you see that stop sign, that means everybody stops. Because it, unless there is a grass median in between or barriers or, or barriers right there, you stop. If if you're on Highway 7 on a four way or three way or, or whatever it may be, uh, you need to stop. So uh, people need to know that that law because it's very important. You, you don't know potentially. Did they, did they recently raise that penalty, too, for um I'm not sure what it is, but I, I promise you. it was $250. When these guys give you a ticket, you won't want to pay it with right. gas prices yeah. where they are now. Yeah. Well, heaven forbid then, you hurt a child. Oh, my you can't gosh. can't take yes. that back. Yes. Just yes. Another, another little warning because my, my next-door neighbor is a bus driver, and he, he's got one of the newer buses. Those things, you know, if you go buy that bus, they're going to know it. Mm-hmm. They, those things have a 360 
degree camera, camera area. Yeah. It looks like he showed me one time on a screen. It looks like you got a satellite watching the top of it. Yeah, oh. that's great though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's fantastic. And uh, we'll see it. And we'll uh, share it. And it was it was uh, it was really neat. But you're going to get caught. Oh yeah. You, know, you try to pull that. You try to sneak by or something like that. Even if they don't stop you at that moment, they're going to know you did it. And all right, gentlemen. Yeah, the eye in the sky is watching. I know we got to take a break. So we are here with Sheriff Bucky Rowland, Jonathan Berry, Safe Schools Coordinator, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, Mike Lyle, and myself. We'll be back in just a moment with the Big Yellow School Bus. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. People often ask about the initials after mine and Monty's names. Those initials are CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As a CFP, we will do our best to help you in the attainment of your financial goals while protecting those assets with proper insurance coverage. We encourage the team approach of holistic financial planning by working alongside your CPA and attorney. This is Gay Pike with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Let's make a plan. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Do you want to give back to an individual with disabilities and help change a life? The Guide Dog Foundation and America's Vet Dogs are seeking volunteers to help raise future guide or service dogs. Puppy raisers provide loving homes for puppies until they are old enough to begin formal training. Help raise an adorable pup into a future guide or service dog for a person who is blind, visually impaired, a veteran, or a first responder. Visit puppy.guidedog.org to learn more. That's guidedog.org. Sponsored by the Guide Dog Foundation. This is Heidi Hedrick, senior basketball player and captain at Santa Fe Unit School. You're listening to WKOM 101.7 FM, coming at you from Columbia, Tennessee. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Wow, what a great show we're having here today. I want to thank our, our guests today, Sheriff Rowland, um, Lieutenant Cheek, and Safe Schools Coordinator, Mr. Barry. You guys really, really helped me out a lot. When I, I really try to get the message out about the bus safety. Um, we're on the Big Yellow School Bus show, radio show, and podcast, and I've, I've actually signed up to get trained. I just haven't had time to get trained to actually drive one of the big yellow school buses, which I think seems kind of exciting um, to be able to do. I think that they're, they're just very cool. And not only that, I'd have the opportunity to meet all these kids and, and say hi and good morning and have a great day. I'm just a friendly person, so I probably would have a good time doing it. Um, but what are some of the things that we need to remind people on the road about the big yellow school buses out there that are everywhere in our county right now from the, the the rural areas to the popular areas well just well first of all jack you may have made a good sro you know if you like to wave and greet the kids and all that <laughs> good stuff you know because that's a big part of it but uh, be aware of the school bus you know yeah. uh when you see those lights start flashing whether it be the yellow which hey something's about to happen of mm-hmm. course you know what's coming next the red Stop. Don't treat it like you do the intersection at 31 in Bear Creek. Try to beat the light. To where, you know, three cars go go after the green light. Uh, so, But be cautious of that. I mean, if that was your child or your niece or your nephew or whomever that may be, treat it just like they were on that school bus. Because yeah. It's like Kyle Cheek said. If you injure somebody because you're in a hurry and didn't follow the rules, you can never, ever take that back. Well, I heard uh, on one of the shows this week, you know, it was uh, three dudes with a view. One of the guys was, Mm -hmm. I think maybe was Delk. Uh, He had a classmate or or what have you that was killed. And um, I don't know that it's the same one, but I know a gentleman, uh, you know, he was much older and all that. Uh, He was involved in an accident like that where he was driving a student, dropped a a paper or something like that. And, you know, he he had started the correct direction and then come back across trying to grab his papers or what have you. Uh, he ran over and killed that child, mm. and he was a great man. And but that was something that uh, he he struggled with his entire life. He lived well into his eighties, and uh, you know I, I know that that really affected him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you, you I know, mean, he didn't do it on purpose, but it happened, and you can never take it back. Well, one thing that I also want to mention is about the safety of the school buses. It's not even just the cars outside that's going around the buses, but if you're listening to this show and you have kids that ride a bus, man, have that talk with them. Have them keep their seat. The the amount of kids standing up on school buses and putting their hands out the window, that's a it's a whole safety. You know, we're keeping them safe on the bus with the drivers, but they need to keep themselves on the bus. You got one bus driver that's paying attention to the road and trying to pay attention to everything's around them, so. You you know, do your part. You know, keep your seat, keep the noise down a little bit, and enjoy your ride while you're trying to get to the house. And I'll remind our listeners too that the bus, the bus, the buses are an extension of the classroom. Mm-hmm. So you can get in trouble on the bus just as much as you can. Some of the same rules the apply. Well, it is the oh, same rules. Same rules. Okay. Yeah, and you can be, you can lose your privilege to ride the bus. I mean, keep in mind, it's a privilege to ride the bus in Murray County. And if you mess up on the bus, we can revoke that privilege for you. And you know, I retired? would have that talk with the parents to make sure that. And also, if you're retired, hey, they're looking for bus drivers. They're, oh, they're, yeah. They are Seems like I've heard that before. We've segued into that a few times. Yeah. Um, Garth Pinkston, our supervisor, director of um, transportation, 
He is scrambling still right now. The school has just started August 1st um, to have enough school bus drivers. And, you know, it's it's paramount that we be able to have enough to be able to meet the needs of the district. And so right now, as it stands, I believe we have people that don't normally ride or drive the bus but have licenses that are administrators that are helping out right now. Well, we have everybody on deck that driving buses. Eric Perriman's on a route this morning. Yeah, in the process that's, of getting that my is license. our assistant superintendent of operations. He is delivering students to and from school safely because we need bus drivers. I'd say he's our highest paid bus driver right now. <laughs> he is definitely the highest paid bus driver. He's messing up the curve. But hey, that's a way to give back to your community. You can you can make a difference in those children's lives by you know greeting them as they get on the bus, getting them to and from school safe. So if you've ever thought about wanting to give back to your community, that's a way to do it without having to work, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just uh, you do the morning shift and you do the afternoon shift. You do not have to do anything else, I assume, that, no, unless you volunteer to do so. You don't. You can run field trips, you know, if they put you on the list. But it's a great opportunity for those folks that worked at GM or the – for any folk it is. I'm going to get an agent here. But yeah. a, a person that's a younger retiree that's looking for something to mm-hmm. do to bridge the gap between – you know, maybe their wife's and still working, their husband's still a, working. We have a lot of retirees that do drive buses. We have several right retired GM yeah. uh, workers over there yeah. that are filling that gap, and they've done a great job for years. Yeah. Well, and it's not just school bus drivers, which, of course, that's a huge need. And it is. It's a tough job, but I think it, it kind of gets a bad rap sometimes. You know, our, our kids, I mean, they, they're they're kids. They're, they're loud and active and all that. But uh, it's definitely rewarding. It's just like we were talking about with SROs and all uh, earlier. Um, we have a lot of positions open in Murray County government, you know, where you could, uh, if, if you're able, and uh, there's only so much golfing maybe that, that a person can do. So if retired, you want to come yeah. out of retirement, or if you're a young person that, that – It's hard to afford that stuff yeah, anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but if, if, you know, if you're in a career that, you know, it's not fulfilling, because that's actually how I got into law enforcement. I mean, I was doing something I was very good at, but it wasn't fulfilling enough. And uh, so I followed my dream of wanting to, you know, become a. a and for a 19 boy. years, you've been yeah. doing it. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I would encourage folks to, to get online. I mean, look at some of the jobs, positions. And I know uh, as we're talking about the, the school system and all with the bus drivers, there's a lot of positions out there. There's a lot of corrections positions, law enforcement. I mean, okay. yeah. it, it, it's all kinds of jobs. People not, need jobs. Know. There's jobs available. Just rewarding jobs. Rewarding jobs. Start looking. Go to murrayk12.org for the school district. Go to Murray Murray County Government. County Government uh, for just search on Google or any search engine and and get on there and look for jobs. There's going to be lots of availability for jobs right now. If you want work, it's out there for you. You have to dig a little bit and jump through some hoops, but if you want it bad enough, it's there for you at either place. And good careers. Absolutely. All right. Well, Bucky, I know you've got to get going. And so we're going to do something different here, Coach Lyle. We're going to let Bucky do his shout-out midstream here in the show because I'd hate for you to miss the opportunity to give a great shout-out to somebody you care about or somebody you want to recognize. So you're up. Well, I I don't want to just narrow it down to one person, but I do want to give a big shout-out to, to our deputies uh, that are, have went back to school this week. Uh, they hit the ground running. I mean, uh, we had a pretty – Pretty flawless week thus far, but, uh, you know, we did have some situations that come up that, as I said earlier in the show, you'll never hear of right. if I hadn't have mentioned it because they were ready to go to work. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be more proud of the men and women putting on that Murray County Sheriff's uniform. So great job and keep it up. 
And it was an honor to be here. What a great shout out. We're proud to have you as our sheriff. And thank you for coming on the show. Yes, sir. We'll go ahead and continue on here with um, uh, Lieutenant Cheek and Mr. Jonathan Berry and talk a little bit more about safety in our schools. So we talked about one of the easiest way to keep things. And I like to bring this up is make sure the doors are locked. You know, make sure you're following the procedures. Go ahead and take advantage of, of the inconvenience. And I say take advantage of it because it's a safety feature. Okay. So, Lieutenant Cheek, what else do we have going on? We have this, and Jonathan, you can chime in, too. Okay. We have this great security system. We have cameras, I mean, probably in more places than I could imagine. I know they're in hallways, they're in exterior buildings. We have a process. When somebody comes in, you present your driver's license. It'll scan it. Would you tell our listening audience a little bit about that system and, and how great it is? Yeah, we have uh, the Raptor technology in all our buildings. Uh, what that does, it actually they, it scans their driver's license. And every everything that we do is based around the safety of the kids. Uh, and what that does, it alerts people. If there's a sex offender that comes in your building, it alerts the SRO and the administration in that building. Uh, sometimes it could be uh, order protections uh, that the, the person could be under, and it alerts the people in the building. But the whole reason to do that is for the safety. you got to know who. That's why they demand that you have an ID. First off, you don't want to get in the in the process of legal battles with what parent has custody and what parent doesn't have right. custody and that kind of stuff. So having the paperwork on hand, the schools can only go by the court orders that are on hand. And so when someone comes in the building, we demand they have their ID to where we can identify who they are. You might have been in and out of that building for the last six or eight years with different kids but that doesn't mean something didn't change in the last six months okay so just because you come in and they know your face you still need to show your id it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing um complacency is not it. safety that's right because we don't know if there was any type of domestic issues or something that the week before so just because someone knows who you are we treat all people the same mm-hmm. so when you come in show your id and um uh, that's the best way to, to stay safe because if you start allowing this person in or that person in, there's no way, one, you can be consistent, and two, you can keep up your, your safe work. Yeah, I always go and ring a buzzer. I show my ID, and I go in, and I make sure I sign the book when I'm in the building. I may only be there for 30 minutes, but what if there's a something happens in those 30 minutes I'm there, and they you guys as law enforcement say, have we made sure everybody in the building is safe? And you look at the book, and you're like, okay, we can't find Mr. Cobb. Where was he? Where'd he go? You know, well, if we have on a, the book where I'm going, what I'm doing, and all that, and that I'm still in the building. If we have a lockdown or if we have a fire drill, then that building's it's their job to account for you. So if you've signed that book, mm-hmm. then everybody that's a, everybody that's there in that building's got to be accounted for. So they, same thing as when if I'm a guest and I give them my driver's license, that checks me in, right? Because as a school employee, I show my badge and I sign in. Yeah, you sign in, and right. then if a teacher has a meeting, or excuse me, if a parent has a meeting and they're meeting in the library for an IEP meeting they sign in and that way if something happens we can go back and find out where that person's at to make sure they're accounted for I've never thought of it as an inconvenience I thought of it wow if anything ever was to happen pray it doesn't they'll know I'm here you know and they'll be able to find me and and make sure I'm safe and and account for me and stuff like that so I like the inconvenience part of it I don't like complacency where okay well he comes every morning at 8 well, let's just let him in. Well, maybe not, because what if something in his driver's license profile changed and you didn't know it? 
we never know what happens the night before. Somebody. Exactly. And things change. And unfortunately, things go wrong in the family dynamic. And you never know. So we'll always inconvenience in that way. You're uh, always going to check your ID. We're always going to make sure you're where you're supposed to be. Anytime we make our schools safer, it's a good thing. Well, and, and even even in our small situation, you know, Cullioca, I was at Cullioca for nine years. You know, even in Hampshire and stuff like that, you've got one person that's the receptionist or whatever uh, versus how many ever people were, are there and want to come in. It's not fair to them to have them, you know, think they're going to recognize everybody that shows yeah. up, and so they have to be very, very careful. They, they know they're tasked with, you know, <laughs> they're the gatekeeper, and, and so yeah, it, it's 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 just fair to them. It's just like you said, it's common sense. And, and I, ID everybody, check everybody in. Um, you know, one of the first things I know from from a, a fire situation is they're going to check that signing log. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, they got radios. And they say, "Hey, where's you know? Who, does anybody have eyes on Jack? Right? You know, and right. yeah, I got eyes on Jack over here. Okay, good. You know, check him off, and we move on. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, all these procedures that are uh, quote unquote a hassle or an inconvenience are extremely important in that one moment that you've got to know. You have to know, and there are no excuses not to know. Yeah, And we want to be as welcoming as possible. And I'm going to say this because I saw our colleague to the north on a podcast or something they had the other day. Mm -hmm. If you have no business at our building, this sounds brash. We don't want you there. Right. There's no reason for you to be there. We are there for a purpose right now, and that's to educate our our students and our and our community and our children to prepare them for life. Oh, but of course, if you have business there, we want you there. Yeah. But if they, we we still need you coming for for no reason at all. I will add some of the things, and for the the listeners to please hear. do. We have uh, what we've started adding. We talk about the buzz in process. We have a standard instruction vinyl that's going to go on to the doors. Currently, it's at Riverside Central High School, Marvin Wright, Woodard. And Spring Hill Elementary. We're working our way through getting everything. Is this like a set of instructions? It's the set of instructions on the front of the door. You've seen that one white panel. I could show you a picture, but this, you know, for radio purposes here. But you will see it, and it'll tell you exactly what to do. And, you know, it's simple. Just bring your ID every time. If you have a kid in school, you're more likely you have an ID. So Mm -hmm. be sure you have it with you. And, and again, I hate the inconvenience, but we have to know who's in our buildings. Absolutely. Well, years ago, you know, you did – we have to change with the times. Back when I was in school, you know, p- parents kind of walk in freely in the building. They could eat lunch. And, and don't say that they can't. they not saying they can do that now, but we're having to change with the times. We're having to get more and more safety when it's required. So, uh, and that's just the world we live in. But the whole idea is to keep everybody in the building safe. That's, that is our number one goal. Uh, just like in law enforcement, when we leave for our job, we actually want to go home at night. Everybody that mm-hmm. comes into our schools, we want each child to be safe and for them to make it home that night. Yeah, and and, and that's uh, I, and I do think the recent events, you know, Uvalde and and, and you know, I say recent Sandy Hook and, and any even you know even long time you know, we say long time ago even down at Richland and, mm-hmm. and stuff. It's so important that we keep this in mind you know i think it's now i don't know that we're going to run you're going to run into the the flack anymore about the inconvenience because now we've seen you know i knew as a teacher when when they when they talked about how did how did the kid get in at uvalde someone propped somebody propped a door open for convenience and he walked right in and uh it's kind of like oh you know how many times have we done it going out going out to the playground 
And oh, so yeah. we could get back in and, and stuff like that. And it's, it's one of those eye openers. Like, golly. I would suggest yeah. to the listening yeah. audience that if they haven't seen the video from Uvalde, YouTube mm-hmm. it, take a look at it, and just see what can happen if we do get complacent. And if your stomach doesn't sink in your heart, just go. You There's something wrong. Because I watched that when you guys presented it to mm-hmm. us. And I don't know if it changed me, but, man, it really made me think. Well, we showed it to a lot of the teachers and a lot of sniffling and tears in the yeah, crowd. Really I wasn't trying to, we weren't trying to upset them on purpose, but we want them to see what can happen yeah. uh, in those situations. And those those babies are our responsibility. We bring over 13,000 in in the morning. We want to send over 13,000 home exactly. at night. Exactly. We're yeah. at like 13,300 right now is the number I heard um, on Monday for our Oh, world. we're growing. And, well, we're, I, and that's probably going to go up. I keep telling them all the time. We talk about it at the church department. Our county will never be as small as it is, it is today. today. Yep. Yeah. It will never be fact. this small. And that's, that's a, a fact. fact. Yeah. So that's but uh, but it's also amazing sometimes uh, how simple some of the solutions to the problem. Oh, very can simple. Be. Oh, yeah. You know, like you said, the, the the you know the little pebble in the door or whatever. Uh, just kick it out. Don't 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 put it. You don't even put it there. You know, and, oh. and uh, um, you know Jerry, it's just so it easy to so do. They it. Can't use it again. Yeah, our just maintenance crews have been instructed scene. when they see that they take it. Yeah, yeah, take no, it with so you. Yep, that's our staff knows if there's something expensive yeah. or yeah. something they don't want gone that's proper. To, well, they're not going to prop doors, but if we catch them doing it, there's going to mm-hmm. be consequences. Yeah. But the maintenance staff right. just takes it. And, and when, well, here's the thing, too, for when we tell our people in the, in, the, in, the, in the buildings all the time, if you prop a door open that has badge access to it, you've just wiped away four to $5,000 worth of security feature with, a, with a, a rock that's worth nothing. And remember this, too. There are cameras at every door, right? We do have cameras. We've upgraded our system tremendously since. So if you are propping a door, it will be on camera. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is people like uh, Jonathan, Mr. Barry, and myself, you know, we spend hours and hours trying to come up with the best way possible to keep our kids safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that we live with every day. Yes. It's not something that we put on the back burner and come to it once a month. That's something we deal with, and we talk, me and uh, Mr. Berry talk on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So it, we're all in this together. I mean, it's it's everybody, it's all hands on deck that we've got to do our part. And we have the, the, the uh, procedures in place, and that's what we need to go by because we're only going to get better. Let's, uh, we're constantly yeah. learning. Mm-hmm. Well, that being said, that being said, and this was something that came up with my daughters when they were in school, the school is still – one of the safest places in the world to be. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we had a deal where, you know, my, there was some gang issue and stuff like that. And they were afraid. And they said, you're going to send your daughter to school. And I said, yeah. I said, they got the national guard, the police force and the sheriff's department all sitting around that school. That's the safest place in town right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, that's Spring Hill high school. Uh, it was at central one time. It was, it was years oh, I know, ago. I remember that it was years ago. I and, know why that happened too. Uh, it was the big yellow school bus and WKOM 101.7. We're going to break, take another break and we'll be back with Lieutenant cheek, Jonathan Barry, myself and coach Lyle. Afterward, from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone. He's going to let us know everything that's going on at Foodland. Miles, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Well, it's another week, so I know you got some more great specials for all the good folks out there. Oh, yeah. We actually have two ads going on this week. The ad that runs all week has whole New York strips for $5.99 a pound, assorted pork chops for $1.59 a pound, fresh corn on the cob, four for $1.99, and Niagara drinking water 24-pack, three for 10. We also have a three-day ad that's started yesterday and goes today and tomorrow. That includes covered wagon sliced bacon, 10-pound box, $20.99, yellow onions, 3-pound bag, $1.49, and Tampico gallon punch, 2 for 4. Wow, great deals. And of course, as always, you are open 7 days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., and you're located right there on West 7th, right near the post office. So, Miles, I appreciate you every week, buddy, and uh, you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Thank you, WKOM, for that wonderful introduction and music for the Big Yellow School Bus. We are here with Jonathan Berry, who is our Safe Schools Coordinator, Lieutenant Kyle Cheek, our Supervisor of SROs, and we had Bucky Rowland, Sheriff Bucky Rowland, on the show, but he had to go. 
Um, what a great show talking about uh, the safety. You know, we can't guarantee anything 100%, but I'll tell you what, our school is about the safest around. I mean, everything that can possibly be done to keep our schools safe is being done. So, you know, and I'm remiss to, to, to not allow you to introduce yourself, Lieutenant Cheek, to our listening audience. This is your first time on the Big Yellow School Bus Radio Show and Podcast. So if you would take a moment, tell a little bit about yourself. Um, we gave Bucky, Sheriff Bucky, uh, Roland, a chance to do that early in the show. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, like you said, I'm Lieutenant Kyle Cheek. Uh, I was born and raised here in Murray County. Uh, went to school here in Murray County. Uh, I've been at the Sheriff's Department uh, next month. It'll be 23 years. Uh, I started my career as a school resource officer back when they put uh, SROs in the elementary school. They hired 12 new SROs back in 1999, and that's when they put them in the elementary and some of the middle schools. And so then I worked as an SRO for several years and decided to to broaden my horizon and was a detective for a couple of years. And then I went to do a drug canine for a couple of years and actually five and a half years, and I come in contact with so many of my former students that I went to um, Sheriff George and says, hey, I want to get back in the SROs because to me, it's no matter how many people you can put in jail, it doesn't it doesn't nowhere near do the same as how many kids you keep out of jail. Absolutely. So that's why I went back in the SROs, and I've kind of worked my way up the ranks and uh, to sergeant, and then now I'm the lieutenant. I supervise all the SROs and logistics there at the Sheriff's Department, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of my men and women that are SROs. you got to have a servant's heart because mm-hmm. you're working with the kids, and it's uh, you're almost – You've got to look forward to it, and it's one of the best things, and it's the best job at the Sheriff's Department. I mean, just the interaction with the kids every day. I have to believe that's the true statement, as I told earlier in the show, how much my granddaughter loves her SRO at Baker Elementary. Well, I mean, I've been invited to weddings, and I've had former students bring their children by to to visit with me. Now I'm starting to get uh, students that I see or that I had their parents as students. So I mean, it comes full circle, and yep. and it's just unbelievable. And the and the camaraderie that you build with the teachers and staff within your building, I mean, it's a family, and that's what it's all about. It's all we're all there for the the same purpose to mm-hmm. educate our kids and to keep them safe. Yeah, what a great introduction. We're so happy you could come on the show. And you said something that made me think about something I did in leadership, Murray, back in 2020. We had the opportunity to tour the jail. Oh, okay, yeah. so this was the most eye-awakening tour I've ever been on. You see the stuff on TV, but it's not real. It's nothing like you see on Okay, TV. I went into this place, and, and by the time we were halfway through, I kept thinking, I'm getting anxiety. I need to get out of here, okay? <laughs> and I knew I was safe, but I needed out. I needed to get I did not like being in here. I walked out of there into the air, and I went, oh, I am never, ever, 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 ever going to break the law in my life. And not that I ever had, but... That's going to guarantee it, being walking through there. And, I mean, there were prisoners in the jail, and they were – it was scary, okay? <laughs> it's a little different when you hear that door kind of close oh, behind you. Oh, my Lord. What a, It would be a great deterrent if we had regular tours. I know they did this for our leadership group, you know, to, to waken our eyes and everything and, and what we do in our, our um, community. <clears throat> but, man – I would never want to be in there, okay? So if you're listening, don't break the law. <laughs> don't go to that jail. It's not a pleasant place. But thank you for being on the show, and, and thank you, Jonathan. and um, Welcome, Jack. And Lieutenant Cheek for telling our listening audience about, you know, what we do to make sure 
that we're not just educating, we're keeping them safe while we're doing it. You've got to be safe to be educated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, and the kids have to feel where they're safe because their only job for those seven and a half hours is to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the only job that they need. And I they think, as Sheriff Bucky said, it's some children, this is their safe place. That is their safe place. And people, if you've never grew up in that situation, it's hard to understand how some kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of barriers for them to cross. And when you get in there on a daily basis and you talk to these kids and see what they're going through, it's amazed that they turn out as well as they do. Uh, but everybody just needs to be able to do their part. Yeah. Jonathan? Oh, I, I, go ahead. I agree exactly what Cal said. You just need to do your part, keep your school safe, and you realize there's no if for safety. No Convenience doesn't come with safety, like I said earlier. Do your part. We want your kids to be safe. If they're sa- if they feel they're safe, they're learning a whole lot mm-hmm. better. I feel like a cheerleader right now. Together we can. Together we can. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? and it goes right with you know. As a parent, we tell our teachers and teachers who are listening right now. But as a parent, if you see something, you have to say something as well. We may not. It, it, no matter how minor you think it is, mm-hmm. tell somebody. If you can, if you tell a teacher, tell an adult at that building, tell the law enforcement there. You sure would hate to go home at night knowing that you that, that on your plate and in your mind knowing that you saw something and mm-hmm. didn't report it. And next thing you know, if something happened, you'd have to live with that for... You know, and our students, <clears throat> excuse me, when we talk about things that happen like Uvalde, Sandy Hook, Richland even, they hear these things because we are the most connected society we've ever been. Um, I would dare to say 99% of our students in high school have a device, okay? They're listening to the news. They're looking at the videos. They're seeing things. They know what's going on. Absolutely do. So we've got to be remember that they know what's going on. So they know that they need to be safe, too. Okay, so my message there is they know as well as we know and we all know how important it is. And I love that we do keep people safe. And and Kyle, you're smiling big time right now because you know what your, your, your men and women do every day. That's right. And I mean, and they do it because they love to do it. Yeah. So we got coaches over here telling me you got a few minutes left before the show. And I really want to thank you guys for coming on today and, and uh, sharing with our listening audience and with the public how important it is to be safe in our schools. But now we're going to transition to our shout-outs. And, Jonathan, since you're to my left here, I'll go ahead and let you go first with your shout-out. On the I'm going to hit a shout-out, but I'm also going to do a quick announcement real quick. I, right. I, I don't get into to, to politics or anything right. of that nature. But do know that our school will be not in session on Election Day. For yep. those of you that have uh, your precinct. And August 5th. Absolutely. Your precinct is at uh, one of our buildings. Yeah, there are a lot of schools that are precincts for voting. Yep. So, yeah, we won't be in school that day. Uh, my shout out would be to everyone in the school system, uh, including our partners at the sheriff's department, for letting our first day of school go off without a hitch. You know, the instant yeah. we had at the one school, I'm not going to call that a hiccup at all because that wasn't anyone's fault. Right. That was thrown in our laps. Yeah. Everyone worked their tails off this summer. They worked their tails off the first day. The bus garage phones go crazy. During this time of year, I know people get frustrated because we can't answer your call, but it's call after call after call right. after call and the radio going off at the same time. Those folks did a wonderful job. The food service folks did a wonderful job. All our teachers and administrators did a great job. So I'm going to let that shout-out in there and hit it over to Kyle. Kyle. All right. I've got two shout-outs. First to my men and women SROs. They are. They were back at work yesterday for a phenomenal first day back to the job. Um, 
We never get to determine what happens at our schools. You just got to be prepared. So the, like he was saying, we did have one incident yesterday at one of the schools. But, hey, guess what? We were prepared. We took care of it, and it didn't disrupt the school at all. So it became a non-issue. It became a non-issue. Never even made it into the school. Uh, and my second shout-out is to yesterday was my 24th wedding anniversary. Yay! So a big shout-out to, to my beautiful wife. And uh, she takes care of me, and without her, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. I think you should say your name. Her name is Lynette. Happy anniversary, well, Lynette. I sure appreciate that. What a great shout-out. Coach Lyle, do you have a quick shout-out? Yeah, mine is to a retired SRO, uh, Officer Joe. Officer Joe, he's a Gary. He's a Gary. He's a Gary. said his name. He uh, he worked with me in Cullioca, and he worked with my wife at Highland Park, both. Uh, he just had a, an incident. I remember like, we had a kid that was a little bit agitated or something like that. He went up and just started cutting up with the kid and stuff and, and, and basically talked the kid down from, from a, a potential fight. I ran into him about an hour later, and he said, yeah, he said, I got up close enough to him to find out he didn't have anything on him, and he was just upset from something at home. Yeah. And he, he, he did it so – subtly and so well that I, I was just so really Joe impressed with that. Joe is fantastic and a superhuman, yeah. too. Yeah. What a great shout-out to Joe. To My shout-out is to everybody that puts a badge on every day, and especially those that are in our schools and our SROs, because you are our first line of defense. You are the ones that will go to help, will put your life on the line to save the lives of the people that you're protecting. Well, thank you, Jack. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. for. And I was looking right at you when I said that, so they, that was definitely directed to you. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thanks for joining us on 101.7 FM WKOM. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Fun is in full bloom, Tennessee, and the multiplayer instant games are buzzing in. 
These colorful tickets offer chances to multiply your wins 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. It's a beautiful day for bigger and bigger prizes, and they're right for the picking right now. Find the Multiplier Instant Games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Tennessee's natural sounds come alive in the spring. There's the bark of the red fox, the growl of the American black bear, the hoot of the great horned owl. And what's this? All right! Oh, my! It's the howling of a Tennessee lottery player who's just won big. Heed the call to top prizes of up to $500,000 when you play the all-new Instant Games this spring. Find them at your nearest Tennessee lottery retailer today. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Benjamin Sanders with the Columbia Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis is hosting its annual Sporting Clays fundraiser at the Murray County Gun Club on Saturday, April 15th. Columbia Kiwanis supports the Imagination Library in Murray County for children's literacy. Shooters of any age and skill are welcome to shoot, either as a team or an individual. Scholarships are available for youth to participate. Find us on Facebook, check out our website, or call Suzanne Ganser at 615-939-1928. We hope you join us for this great event. You're listening to your local radio, 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. This is Benjamin Sanders with the Columbia Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis is hosting its annual sport.